For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. I know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Pooh Bear, I thought that Brian Kelly couldn't recruit. Kai Bates coming out saying that Brian Kelly made him a priority, texting him multiple times a week. Brian Kelly can't recruit. Here comes the wave, man. It's going to be a big, big, big-time week in recruiting, and we're here for Brian Kelly having himself quite the day, not only getting Kai Bates, which we will discuss here tonight. Also, Brian Kelly made his way over to the Baton Rouge Rotary Club. We'll touch on that as well. Some key things that he said, some players that he mentioned that I thought was very key. We'll talk about that here tonight as well. So a lot of LSU stuff. To start off the show, Big 12 possibly expanding. I think it's always key to talk about it anytime that a conference is expanding. It doesn't necessarily always affect you, but it, in the landscape of college football, we always need to talk about it. We'll talk about that as well. Saints camp day one, Jimmy Graham doesn't look half bad. You know, I, I hear people saying, oh, Jimmy Graham's got 5% chance of making the making the team. <laughs> well, it went up to 25 today, bud. Because the guy looks pretty good out there. Pause. But it looks pretty good out there. Also, Wilson Alexander from The Advocate will be joining us at 745. So, going to be fun. Going to be a big show. Looking forward to having Wilson. He was at SC Media Days. My man caught a foul ball when he was in Atlanta. At the Braves game. My man was living the life. But we'll talk to him about some football news. And did y'all see this today? Did y'all see this today? Um, God dog it. Uh, what's their name? What's his name? Uh, Trey Bradford. The running back who left, went to Oklahoma, came back, sat out. Just won the LSU Freak of the Week for how good he has been performing in the weight room, in the classroom, and elsewhere. You know, it's a guy that we hadn't talked about, Trey Bradford. Are we going to have to have a conversation about the former speedster getting some reps potentially in the backfield? Now, Brian Kelly did mention today, which we'll talk about. He said, hey, man, 
we got some pretty big time backs in this backfield. So we'll touch about that and we'll touch on what Brian Kelly uh, said as well. Let's get to a couple comments though. Bart Smokey, our friend, says big time commit. You called it. We on the message board, AYSSnetwork.com. We um didn't put in a pick like we did for Luke Holman today, the former Alabama ace. But um Yeah, they didn't really want a lot out there. But, you know, I try to give as mu much hints as I could. So, big big time. Kai Bates committing is, is a big time addition to your class. And it's going to be a big time addition. You got two other players inside the state. We'll get to it. Not to get ahead of ourselves. We'll get to it. Uh, but it's big time. You're shoving Corey Raymond in the locker. Uh, Charlie Vitor says, BK sucks at recruiting. Crying face emoji. It's the BK takeover, baby. Hey, kind of now, cheesy. Man hadn't commented on the show since the last football season, but nevertheless, he says, Steeples, greater than, greater than, greater than side, Corey Raymond. You got to love it. You got to love it. Marvin Mackey says, let's go. Brandon Reese says, stealing baits. From the backyard of Florida, and FSU was huge for BK and Robert Steeples. And look, man, I mean, the kid was getting heavily recruited to Tennessee. And you beat Florida State. You, I mean, he's got an Alabama hat that's up there. I mean, Alabama was recruiting him. It was one of his official visits. Uh, what is it? Florida State, Alabama, Tennessee. And you beat all of them. And for all the Florida fans saying that they did not want Kai Bates, that is a lie. That is 1,000% a lie. LGZ says, thanks, texted an end and said, thanks for calling me out. You're welcome. <laughs> That's my dude. Andrew Pinkston says, purple rain, purple rain. <laughs> I probably can't sing late Prince. Don't say nothing, Pooh. Don't do it. Don't do it. Isn't it Prince that sings purple rain? I think it's Prince that sings Purple Rain, right? Uh, Marvin Mackey says, can't wait for the season to start. This year feels special. That it does. That it does. Uh, Ryan says, finally made a live stream in a hot minute. Yeah, a lot of y'all been slacking, man. Y'all been slacking, bro. Showing your boy no love. Sorry. I know y'all had stuff going on. It's all good. It's all good. C. King from the Talking Tigers uh, Sports. Says we are not done. That's right. We are not done. Because you're going to have a massive, massive weekend. If you thought Brian Kelly couldn't recruit, wait till tomorrow. Um, not commitment, just saying. Or today's Wednesday or Thursday. Today's Wednesday, so wait till Friday. Jamie Brady says, did Luke Holman commit? No, but we did put our pick in. We did put our pick in. AYSSnetwork.com slash forum. Uh, Gary Landry says, Corey Raymond is probably sick. We probably should go on a little Rufino's rants, but we're not going to. But I just kind of want to say a lot of – and not completely wrong because you never seen Robert Steeples recruit. A lot of people were very vocal when Corey Raymond left. You know, Ryan um, Clark went kind of nuclear on Brian Kelly – a lot of local people went nuclear on Brian Kelly for not um, keeping Coy Raymond. But, guys, the truth is, the truth, you are not that good on the back end in the last two years he was here. You, There are a lot of rumors that were out there, a lot of people thinking that Coy Raymond was a big problem in the locker room. You got to let him go, man. I, I don't know if that's true or not, but – it, it was definitely something that, that was out there. Then Robert Steeples comes in, and like we talked about last night, you're staring down the barrel. You already got two of them, but you're staring down the barrel of getting three top 100 players in the country. All three of those, or three of those dudes, play corner. Like, when Ohio, let me tell you what happens when teams do stuff like that. When teams do stuff like that, Ohio State at wide receiver, that's what that looks like. 
right? That's what it looks like. Like, you know, if, if Ohio State's calling your number, you're probably a pretty good wide receiver. It's kind of what's going on with LSU and DBU right now. Massive, massive day. Massive, massive day. David says, after Florida cleans house this year, does BK uh, bring Corey Raymond in to just recruit? No. No. Pooh Bear says, Steep Diesel's kids at DeSemet were most, mostly all D1 programs and left to join him at LSU. That should have been a red flag about him last year, him recruiting. Yeah. I mean, because what? Who was the other? Who was the tight end? Um, uh, uh, Mackey. So um, even him. Oh no, not uh, Mackey. Mac Markway. Excuse me, Mac Markway. Um, I was thinking Mackey because of Marvin, right here, but Mac Markway. So yeah, (laughs) you gotta love it. You gotta love it. Let's get rolling. Let's talk about our good friends over at betonline.ag and our good friends over at Blue Chew. I don't need Blue Chew. I've heard great things about Blue Chew, though. Go over there. Use a promo code. Might have a good time. Who knows? But before you... Before you do that, everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all of those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. If you're watching us on Fubo TV, welcome with us. Rate, review, subscribe, share it from all the social media platforms. Be right back. Don't go anywhere. Brian Kelly addressed the Rotary Club. You get a big commit. What does it mean? Is LSU starting to get this role of recruits that's coming up? We'll talk about that next. Ben Online is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live, in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. This episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Bluetooth. Guys, do you remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that confidence where it matters the most in the bedroom. Listen up, bluechew.com. They always say that first impressions are always the most important. What about those lasting ones? They say there's nothing sexier than a man with confidence. Blue Chew gives you that confidence back. Try Blue Chew for free today when you use our promo code SPORTS20 at checkout. Just pay $5 in shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code SPORTS20. You will receive that first month free of charge. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring this podcast. We're back! All right, dude, you wanted to be here. What's up? Say what you got to say. What's up? You are Spider-Man, red, white, and blue, correct? Correct. What What else you got to say to the people? Um, uh, I got my Nintendo Switch. You got a Nintendo Switch? Yeah. What else you want to say to the people? Um, uh, I want to get my iPad fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep? Yeah. Why did you fall asleep, dog? Speak with your chest. Say, speak it loud. I just, I just took a nap at vacation today. You took a nap when you're on vacation today. Mm-hmm. Boy, you ain't been on no vacation. <laughs> Can Daddy do a show now? Uh, not yet. <laughs> why can <laughs> Why can't I do my show yet? <laughs> I don't 
Okay, well, Daddy's got to do a show because if you want toys and stuff like that, Daddy's got to make money, okay? Why? Because that's just how the world works. It's crazy, huh? Why? Why? All right, I love you. Give me a kiss. All right, go play. Daddy's got to do. Daddy's got to work. Oh, well, hey, don't come back in here. Daddy's got to work, okay? I'll see, okay, see you in just a minute. Not yet. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> you got to love it, man. You got to love it. Dane says, Blake, when are you going to start uh, Ben on two-a-days? He's adorable. <sighs> That's how he got here. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, my mom's in the chat. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, let's get to some football. Brandon Reese wants to hear about some football. Um, we get Mac to team up with Bates. That would be huge. Uh, that would be very, very large pause if we were able to get him. I did see, uh, Adam says his shirt says it all. It's bedtime for the haters. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Uh, Juan Adams says, Blake, what does it mean that Bates commit, or the Bates commitment, what does it mean for Wardell Mack? Nothing. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Nothing. Doesn't mean anything. Well, we're going to talk about that. Let's talk about that in just a minute, though, because Brian Kelly addressed the Rotary Club and quite honestly was asked better questions at a freaking Rotary Club than he was by some at Media Days. You know, they asked him about AI. They asked him about Jeremy Pruitt. They asked him about a lot of things. Um, but at least our guest asked him a pretty damn good one. Nevertheless, he was asked a lot of football-related questions. In case you missed it, you should go back and listen to it and just hear what he has to say. I got to be real with you. I was a little blown away by what he said in reference to the players talking about Omar Spates, talking about, obviously, Harold Perkins, him talking about the offensive line being one of, if not the best unit that he thinks might be on the team, talking about the stable of running backs, talking about Hey guys, we are planning and we are prepared. We have prepared for quite basically for us to make the run that you all are anticipating. Brian, what do we know? Brian Kelly is way too calculated to make statements like he did today about them going on a run, them working to be elite. He came out today and said, Hey guys, my culture's in place. My culture's in place. I think. Felt and it feels like you're hearing from a coach that knows and feels that he's going to have a good team. I think that he, even though, and he addressed this today, he said, Listen, I know I got serious talent at, at corner. Like, I know that. I know that I got returning guys that have played a lot of college football at safety. Man, I feel really good about this team. He just feels like he's so calculated of a human being that it's not like Orgeron saying it. It's not like Les saying it. Like, he's giving you detail. One thing that I thought was so intriguing from Brian Kelly today was him talking about the running backs. And also today as well, 
you have the what they call the freak of the week, it being a guy that uh, that's at running back that we have not even mentioned yet this offseason, really, other than him being back on the roster, and that's Trey Bradford. Guys, this team's really deep. He talked about that depth at running back. He says, man, you might, and I think he was talking about Caleb Jackson when he said this. He goes, you might see a running back that maybe that we don't utilize earlier in the year that is a premier back by the end of it. He is 1,000%, 1,000% talking about Caleb Jackson. This team's going to be able to run the football. You know, look, I, I have not once come out this offseason because last season was so toxic in the comments and everything that we were saying. But even Jane Daniels taking another step forward. People saying it's not happening. It's offseason talk. It's talking season. I get all that. But... Yeah, I guess it's just coach speak when Brian Kelly says it today. So, him addressing that, look, we have a massive game week one. We have a good team in Florida State that's helped us prepare uh, this summer, knowing that we have to go into Florida State or go into, Orlando, go into Orlando and play a top five team in Florida State. I just feel good where we sit. Now, Brian Kelly said today that, they, today was their last last day of summer workouts. They will, the team will have a week, and then they will report to camp, which is a week from the day, which is so amazing. So, so, so amazing that we only have a week. Then we'll be out there watching everything that's going on. I am intrigued by the confidence level by not only Brian Kelly but and players but just even seeing some of it. You know, we talked about Jane Daniels, but I don't know if y'all saw this. West Weeks, as an example, looks like a completely different player from the muscle that he gained this offseason. Or, we don't like calling it offseason here, the nine-playing portion of the season. Jake Flint deserves a ton of credit. When it comes to the offseason that he's prepared this team for, it kind of makes you ask questions. What was LSU doing before Jake Flint got here in the first place? You have a linebacker that's gaining 20 pounds of muscle in a year. In a year. Man. I think not only do you have the athletes and the players, I just think that you had one of the best offseasons that you could have. And I think it's really going to progress moving forward. Um, Bama guy 46 says, as a Bama fan, I knew BK would do this. And I said so in Twitter spaces, who you may remember. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people either were on one scale or the other, right? Like either you thought he was going to work or you thought he was going to fl fall flat on his face. But now he's out here recruiting at a high level. Guys, you can say what you want, and you can take it away from him. The When Brian Kelly came in and you had Will Campbell and, and Emory Jones in that class, and you're, you're saying, well, that class was pretty much already locked down because, you know, you're so far in the recruiting process. Kids were signing in December. Okay. You don't have to give him that top five class. But – I am just telling you that LSU is about to go on a run. In my opinion, you're going to go get some more out-of-state prospects. You're going to try and what you're doing, especially this weekend, close on the final two top prospects in the state. And guys, there's probably another 12 to 17. I know that that's a specific number. But about 12 to 17 players that LSU is still after. You're after guys like Ori Williams. You're after, you know, it, Blake Ivey out of Texas is making his way to the Bayou Splash. You're not done there. This class is about to start getting some really good players and some really good athletes. They're not done yet. 
And one thing that is for sure, Brian Kelly did not lie in saying that I want to build my team through high school uh, uh, recruiting. I want to be able to get those guys here, develop them, and then that be the core of our, 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 our team. And even saying so today, he's like, look, I still want to go in the portal. Like, I know that he had said that he didn't like the transfer portal. He doesn't like having to go there. But he came out today and said, look, I'm going to go back in the portal. I'm going to get some of the top guys and fill some holes if I think that we need it. Like, I'm going to continue to do it. And I know that he will because everybody in America is. And you know what? <laughs> it's interesting because crazy-ass Tommy Tuberville, who left a recruit eating a, uh, a steak on a recruiting visit, and then took a job at Cincinnati. Do you really think that these coaches that are having a lot of success in the transfer portal wanted to stop? I got news flash for you. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They want this crap to completely and to continue. Because they can fill holes that is needed. You're about to go on a little bit of a run, man. You start camp in August. You got to big event this Friday the momentum is gonna start grabbing and for what it's worth I know that you as a fan base I know around the country recruiting never sleeps right recruiting never sleeps it's a 24-7 job what's true today is not true tomorrow but now we're starting to get into the part of the season where the games on the field are going to matter. The biggest lie that I have ever been told is that results on the field don't matter. And you could say, well, Blake, Kai Bates committed today and Tennessee kicked, you know, LSU's ass last year. But historically, they don't either. There's a lot of factors that go into that. The teams that have had some momentum, the teams that you've been hearing so much about, Florida and Texas and USC and whoever, it's time for them to get on the field because next week and this week it starts. It starts. And the great thing about it is you're one of those teams. Newsflash. I don't know where the Rudy Pooh media is going to put LSU – in this top in the top 25 I have no clue. I know that they'll probably be a top 10. I assume they will be in the top 7. I don't know if they get into a top 5. Here's the truth. And when it's actual reality, you're a top 5 team going into the year. Anything below that does feel like it's a little bit of a letdown. <sighs> Football is a crazy sport. It's a it's a weird sport at times because what you talk about all offseason normally doesn't always pan out the way that it should, but you're a top five team. You got to execute. You got to be the team that overcomes and does the things that you need to do. If Brian Kelly can go get to a playoff at Notre Dame, he can get to a playoff with LSU. And quite frankly, once you get into a playoff, all hands on deck because it doesn't matter who you are. Those are good teams, too. Those are really good teams. You have some hard games. You have some tricky games. Guys, you're in the toughest conference in the country for a reason. It's not easy to do what LSU did in 19 here. It never will be. It's always a tough out. You know, the, the, arguably, one of the lower teams that you play in the SEC this year, Missouri, I don't know if you know this, but defensively, they are really, really, really good. They were really good a year ago. Offensively, they couldn't bust a grape with two sumo wrestlers running into each other and you putting the grape right between them. They couldn't bust it. Bust it wide open, pause. They couldn't. So the bottom line becomes... Now that you're starting to gain some of this momentum and you're going on the field, guys, it, it trickles over. I'm telling you, positive momentum trickles over. It always will. And you have a head coach who goes out in front of, I guess let's call it what it is, 
you have a coach that's going in front of boosters and saying, yeah, we're going to be pretty good. Because you don't say that to a Baton Rouge Rotary Club if you're not going to be really good. He's feeling himself, man. He's feeling himself. And not like a weird way. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. A couple comments and we'll get to some recruiting. Dane Bergeron says, who cares where LSU starts? It's how they finish that matters. I agree with Dane there. But what I'm saying is, Dane, not necessarily where they're ranked. What I'm saying is, is look, man, no matter where you're ranked, you're, to me, in my opinion, this year, LSU's a top five team. I think that there's some really good teams out there. I think there's some really interesting teams out there. I still think Georgia's really good. I still think that you have to, even though I don't believe in them, you have to take Alabama seriously at any point, at any point, you got to take them seriously. <sighs> LSU being another one of those three. So that's three in the SEC. Look, I think that Penn State and Michigan and Ohio State are all teams that at the end of all this, I would not be shocked if they're in the playoff. People's like, Blake, what you talking about with Penn State? You better go check on Penn State for just a minute. Now, I don't trust James Franklin at all, really, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't have a really good quarterback, really good O-line, really good running backs, receivers, and defensive line. So you have a lot of teams that are going to fight for that mix. What's going to happen out West? Out West, and what I guess soon enough will be considered the dead conference because Colorado says we're out of there. Yeah, that conference, though, in the Pac-12 – might have, from top to bottom, the best quarterbacks, and it might not be close. Can one of those rise from the ashes and lead their team to a playoff? Can it beat Caleb Williams in USC? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Mike on Facebook says, Blake, my evening fix. Thanks, man. Thanks for watching the show. C. King says, if we can find two corners to lock up each side, we will be. it will be scary hours. I think LaTerrence Welsh will be one of them. Well, you're right, C. And if that's the question that you're answering during camp, boy, boy, boy. Boy, boy, boy. We'll get to that question from Brandon Reese at the more of the end of the show. Because um, we'll, we're going to talk about the realignment. Don Juan says, when does the top 25 drop? Pooh, when does the top 25 usually drop? Like a couple of weeks, two or three weeks? I ask, we, I'm going to ask Wilson Alexander that too. I think he's a voter. I think he's a voter. Taking a sip out of the not, uh, Jason's Deli Cup, even though they don't pay me. I need to get cups on people who pay us. Because I'm always going to be drinking water. Aaron Miller says, can current players attend the sp uh, Splash Bash? <laughs> the Bayou Splash? The Splash Bash. I like that it's called that. The Splash Bash. That's the whitest thing. you. That's what white people call going to the local pool. <laughs> that's what we used to. Uh, we Franklin used to have a local pool. That thing was so nasty. So, so nasty. Um, Yes. Yes, they can. And former. And former. Chad says, if the DBs gel and play well, Savion has a breakout year. And JD5 uh, lets it fly. We win a natty. I can't believe this happened. I'm assuming most of y'all heard Brian Kelly today from the Rotary Club. And... What's crazy is we talked about Savion Jones for about 10 minutes and Brian Kelly had some pretty choice words to say about Savion Jones too. It's like, Hey man, that kid didn't play because we, you know, we needed depth and we didn't think he was completely ready to start. And, you know, we had a senior in front of him, but he's going to be pretty good. Yeah. The truth, the truth. I love Ali gay to death. I do. He's a guy that's come on the show. 
I, and look, Ali might make an NFL roster. Who knows? Um, he had no business starting over Savion. <laughs> I mean, Savion had more sacks than him in the season and played 90% less snaps. <laughs> that goes going to be something serious. All right, let's transition to recruiting for a little bit. About 10 min- minutes, Wilson Alexander is going to be joining us. Um, so in case you missed it today, LSU got the commitment from a top 100 recruit, a kid from Orlando, Florida, went to Edgewater. Um, really just typical body length size for a corner, 6'2", 185 pounds. Kai Bates commits today to LSU. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we had put on our message board and forum, listen, don't count out Kai Bates. Don't count out Kai Bates. Don't count out Kai Bates. And today you saw that to fruition. Speaking about Brian Kelly as well, Kai Bates made it known that Brian Kelly being in the recruiting process really swayed him to being at LSU, obviously along with the history of LSU. Now, you go up to, I think, number 12 in the recruiting rankings. You are starting to cut down. I think you were 14 yesterday. You're at 12 now. You have the Bayou Splash. You'll get some commits. You'll continue to go up. The likelihood of all this is you're probably going to be a top five class again because you still got a lot of commits out there. Can you close with Wardell Mack? Can you close with Don McKinley? We've talked about that, though, at nauseum. But today you've got a really, really, really damn good player. And it's not so much about getting the player as it is your head coach being very much involved in going and getting a recruit from outside of the state in an SEC hotbed, nevertheless, in Orlando, and going and getting him. Guys, that area historically has been a Florida State, Florida hotbed. You just went in there and got one of the best corners in the class. A guy that's probably going to play a lot. He is really, really good. Like, I I would not be shocked because this is what happens. A lot of re-rankings start happening when the playing portion of the season starts and kids have really good years. I wouldn't be surprised if Kai Bates, at the end of all this, gets a fifth star. Would not be shocked at all. He's that good of a player. He 100% is that good of a player. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And, man, it just feel good. It feels good now because I'm assuming from some things that I hear that he's going to make his way to Baton Rouge on Friday for the Bayou Splash. And then you go after a guy like Wardell Mack. You go after Dom McKinley. This is where you close. And for everything that's been said, for everything that's been said about Brian Kelly and not liking recruiting, you now have a kid coming out there and saying, it's just not true. It's just not true. And he was a big reason on why I came here. That is a big, big, big deal. That is, look, you might have heard that about Coach O here and there, but it was kind of just like to throw his name in there a lot of times. You know that and I know that. Hearing that today is one of the deals that you walk away from, and I think that teams and uh, uh, media members around the country go, okay, Dan. Okay, so, like, he's serious. And 
what we talked about in our Rafino's rants last night is that sometimes when you listen to people, when you listen to people speak, you gotta like if they're gonna tell you who they are if they talk enough. You're gonna know about them as a person, as a coach, as a player. If you listen to them as a real person, they are gonna tell you who they are. Listen to them. First thing Brian comes out of Brian Kelly's mouth at SC Media Days, yeah, we're about to start getting recruiting rolling. <laughs> sure as hell wasn't lying, man. Sure as hell wasn't lying. I love it. Roderick Dugas, what's up, my man? He says, Kelly, the closer, I'm getting my visor ready. <laughs> we are a visor state. We are a visor state. Brandon says, it will be crazy if we get Mac, McKinley, Durham, and Simmons. Well, I think you left off one, but it would be crazy. It'd be crazy if Jelani Watkins got in that. Because Jelani Watkins and Durham are 10 to 100 meter dudes that they like. And that, you know, look, they have, they have um, purposefully targeted those two. Frank and Cortez. So, yeah. Uh, Aaron Miller says that Patrick Peterson was from the Orlando area, I believe, as well. Hashtag DBU. Yeah, if he if he turns out like Pat Pete, my Jesus. LA Farm Girl with the PH says, yes, we miss Memphis Spence. I'll, I need to, I need to call my guy. We want Spence. We want Spence. Okay, well, I got to call my guy. He had, um, it's not that I didn't want to bring him on. He kind of wanted to take a little hiatus uh, during the non-playing portion of the year. He had a lot going on. Um, but, yeah, we'll get him back on. We'll get him back on. I like this one. Kevin Forche says, Connor Gilbreth signed his LOI today, 66270, a bully of his tight end. And he likes blocking. I think that kid ultimately is going to be on low line. Ultimately. I think they're about to try to put as much pounds on him. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, John says, can we get Colby Young from, I'm assuming you're talking about from Holy Cross, Kobe, K-O-B-Y. Um, could we? Yes. I don't think LSU circles back on that one, though. Personally, I don't. Now, anything can happen. But you got Billy Ott. You got uh, Watkins, Stone. Not Watkins. Um, Turner, Stone. And you're going after Watkins. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. Or maybe they will. Kevin says we got to close big with Or Williams too. I made a, I am close to making a pretty predict, uh, pretty big prediction on that one. I'm waiting for Friday. Waiting for Friday. Rick says let Jake Flint get a hold of Connor Gilbreth and watch that man grow into a true O lineman. I think he could, man. I think he could, and they're going to use him at tight end a lot this year. I think. They're going to use them a lot this year. <laughs> uh, Y'all come look at this. Y'all come look at this. Pooh Bear says, Eilie uh, Gay had no business starting over Desmond Little. Uh, all right, now. All right, now. Don't go after you 251 guy. That I mean, come on now. Come on now. I, I'm with you like 97% of the time. Actually, probably more like 99% of the time. Come on now. <laughs> Ali wasn't that bad now. Okay, it was kind of bad. Uh, Chris, <laughs> I love him to death. He just was so bad in the running game, y'all. I mean, let's come on. Uh, Chris says, Blake, I'm late. What is the Bayou Splash? So, I'm glad you brought that up because it does bear repeating. So, Friday... 
Um, LSU will be hosting a for unofficial visitors a recruiting uh, party. More than likely, and it was last year at Brian Kelly's house, having a pool party, cookout, uh, things like that. Whatever. I don't know what they, you know, with Jim Harbaugh, you got to be careful on uh, giving kids, making kids hamburgers. Um, so I'm assuming they're going to do what they have to do. But it basically, in truth, in truth, before the season starts, it's just a way for the coaches and position coaches and recruiting staff to get face to face with them without all the other BS surrounding them and try to close. So it's a pool party. Basically, where a lot of elite recruits like Colin Simmons, Caden Durham, Dominic McKinley, <clears throat> um, Wardell Mack, Jelani Watkins, name them. Guys from the 2025 class, Harlan Berry's going to be there. Some of these guys you're going to recruit, and then some of them you are going to sh- close the show. Wardell Mack has said that he wants to commit before the football season. And if he does, then this is more than likely the last time that you're going to close with him. And like we just mentioned, I think it's a really big deal. You know, what's crazy is one by one, I do think that Brian Kelly has proven the doubters wrong in a lot of positions. Number one, you know, saying that he wasn't a culture fit that he, does, he wouldn't like the South, that Louisiana would eat him alive, then he's dancing, then the family accent, then that he doesn't like to recruit. Him going on with Tom Rinaldi and saying, I love to recruit. And then you just get in the top 100 corner, man. You know, like even like we mentioned, the court, you know, oh, keep Corey Raymond. Oh, well, I mean, Robert Steeples, if he can close the show, and get three top 100 players, three of them being DBs, yeah, it you're starting to gain that momentum. All right. We got a guest. Let's get to our buddy, Wilson Alexander. My man had a big, big offseason. Big offseason. He went to a uh, Atlanta Braves game, I believe it was, and caught a foul ball. He did. He 100% did. Let's talk to Wilson Alexander from The Advocate next. Let's talk about our friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. He will sell your house and find you anew. Well, Tyler's the man. He's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler. He'll shoot you straight. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Bardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you. And then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. All right, Wilson Alexander from The Advocate joins us. I saw you on TV, sir. <laughs> Usually people see me on TV if I'm talking about LSU football, but I think what you're referencing was for uh, a much more unique reason. What is it like being in a stadium with 30,000 people in it and catching a foul ball? Electrifying. It makes you feel like it almost, almost <laughs> like a big leaguer. Almost. I mean, it's not every day. Like, that is kind of rare if you think about it. I've never caught one. I've been to – so I grew up in Atlanta going to Braves games all the time. I've been to – I don't even know – countless. I mean, hundreds. And I never come – 
close to catching one, much less actually catching one. And what's funny context about it is this was my bachelor party, um, getting married in October. And yeah, you uh, are for all the uh, uh, for all of the like games to be at to catch one. This one <laughs> that is that is kind of special. I do like that. I do like that. Bachelor party, congratulations. I've told you, but you. just publicly here on the show, congratulations. Uh, our buddy Matt Trent's getting married this weekend too. So Matt. yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, his, uh, his wedding this weekend. All right, Wilson, I, I, I it's going to be broad questions, but it's been a while since we had you on. You went to SC media days. Brian Kelly spoke today at the Rotary club, I guess in all of what he said over the last two weeks, what is something that you took away from him and what he said at SC media days or what he said today at the Rotary? Um, Right before getting into that, I'll just add to the October wedding by weekend. We 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 thought about that. Oh 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 oh! Um, I didn't yeah. think about that. I did not think <laughs> about that. That's smart. You know, wanted to, wanted to add that. Wanted to add that in there. Um, but secondly, um, big takeaway <laughs> from Brian Kelly would just be where he sort of sees this program at going into year two. Um, he has both talked up LSU as a program that he thinks is much further along than it is last was last year, which is obvious to everybody that is 100% clear, um, but also sort of being, I think, cautious and tampering down a little bit of excitement, just in fact, he's saying, and this is very clear, I'd, uh, it's not like he's really trying to change expectations that much, but just that this team, in terms of where the roster is, isn't at the same level as Georgia and Alabama. Right. They're still, in Brian Kelly's mind, trying to catch up to that. Um, he said today at the Rotary Club, a point that he's made before, that um, LSU going to the transfer portal, as much as it did, was uh, a flag for him because he doesn't want this program to be at a point where it is constantly going into the portal to fix things like cornerback like it did, um, add as much depth on the defensive line. Really wants to build that up through in, you know recruiting class, recruiting class, recruiting class, and then add you know transfer portal here and there as needed. And so LSU is still not too white to that point yet. A lot of top line talent, but depth is a real concern for him, particularly in the secondary. Um, and that's kind of, I think, the broad sort of view of, of the team in his in his own eyes going into 2023. Well, he got – I mean, I know he doesn't want to build DB or corner <clears throat> through the portal anymore, but he got some pretty good big news today. Um, I think we could save that one for another time because there's so much I want to ask you. But you, you're seeing things, though, about this team depth-wise that – Yes, DB is concerned. He's mentioned that every time that he's spoken and said anything in the last two weeks, whether it be before being on the podium, at the podium, at the Rotary. But he's mentioned a couple position groups that he does like a lot. O-line, running back, Trey Bradford, being back on the roster, getting like the freak of the week, which, Wilson, have you ever seen anything like that before in your life where kids, he's like he's playing hokey pokey, being on the roster, I mean, they do have a lot of depth. In reference to that depth, is there one thing that stood out that what Brian Kelly has mentioned? Um, the, the confidence that he has in the offensive and defensive line. Agreed. And the drastic change in where those groups are, particularly the offensive line from a year ago. LSU's defensive line last year, I mean, was already being talked about as one of the best in the country. Even when Mason Smith went down, Mikhail Wingo stepped up, and it was a solid group. Um, but the depth is so much better on the defensive line because of the addition of transfers, Jordan Jefferson, Jalen Lee, and Paris Shan. They should actually be able to rotate on the interior now. Makai Wingo at the bowl game was joking about, man, I hope I don't have to play 70 or 80 snaps against Purdue, <laughs> like, because uh, he was doing it every single week. And he shouldn't have to now. Like, especially with Mason Smith back, they should be able to rotate a lot better there. Already having, you know, like um, – Jacoby Guillory, if he can especially take a step forward and have a little bit more of a breakout, like that's a, a, there's so much more depth. And then on the offensive line, though, it's just night and day. I mean, we, I wrote about this today um, off of what Brian Kelly said. Like, it was fascinating to look back and remember just how in flux that group was at this time a year ago. Will Campbell was your left tackle, and nothing else was set in stone. Garrett Dellinger was Stinner, was the center. Remember that? Right. Like, it, like it, it was so long ago that it's like almost like easy to forget, but like, it was just wild, like how much they were trying to move guys around and figure things out and tinker because they just didn't know exactly what they had. And, and now they know what they've got. And you can still have competition. You don't, you know, in order to avoid a complacency, which is a big thing for Brad Davis. Um, but you, you've got so much more, so many more assurances on the on both lines of scrimmage, which you have to have in this league. Well, you know what else? You know, because Wilson, I, I'm gonna, I'm sure you're gonna remember this, but remember when Garrett Dellinger at the scrimmage 
when all the media was there and he fumbled and botched a snap, right? And Brian Kelly lost it. And I'm like, oh, hell. Man, as soon as it happened, I'm like, oh, 50 questions coming in this po- in this press conference in just a minute. But, I mean, you're right. I mean, like, it was a concern. Now he talks about DB, but it was just like one thing they was worried about, which is crazy last year. I mean, they were 26 in the country in passing yards allowed, and we were worried about DBs even last year. It's good to see that they have depth. Let me ask you one thing about Trey Bradford, though, really quickly. Are you surprised by, like, look, man, this guy's played hokey pokey being on the roster. He's, he's in, he's out, he's in, he's out. Now, now he's back again. Are you surprised to see that today? Like, freak of the week, Trey Bradford, of all of all people. That did catch my eye a little bit because of somebody who's been in and out so much. And even in the video that LSU put out, Jake Flint, when he's awarding him Freak of the Week, sort of mentions that. Like, this is a guy that, like, wasn't here in the winter, wasn't here in the spring. And, like, here he's coming in and clearly making an impression because um, some of the guys who we've seen, you know, earn that during the summer, it's usually a good indicator of, of some kind. You know, they're working hard. You have to, on a team of, you know, 85-plus guys – you have to be doing something right to get not- uh, recognized as that. And so obviously he had a good week and he's probably been having good weeks on top of each other. Um, it will, I mean, it, it makes me just sort of, it doesn't like change the perception. I think there are the expectations of what Trey Bradford should do this fall in terms of like, um, you know, it's all in the league, like just off of that. No, but maybe it's somebody to keep your eye on a little bit more than you might have otherwise during preseason camp. How crazy is it that this spring they had two running backs that were rotating in and out now it feels like they have 70 you know what I mean like it just it's so crazy to me that you have a true freshman coming in who's a midterm enrollee getting most of the majority of the reps now Wilson he might not see the field right like he might not see the field and it's just so not that's why everybody's like what about spring football and I'm like you there's seventh string running back freshman is is out there so I do Find that uh, 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 somewhat intriguing. Uh, Wilson, LSU is set to start camp this upcoming week. I've asked you this before. You said corner the last time, or DB the last time. Is there another position group that you're looking forward to, going to watch when, when gates open day one? Well, aside from corner, which would still top the list, it's running back. Um, because since we last played, since we, I mean, since we last saw LSU play there in the spring game, like you said, there's so many more guys and more, um, you know, the addition of Logan Diggs. How is he going to look uh, as he comes to Notre Dame? I mean, that's a that's a massive offseason addition there for the, potentially for this offense and a guy who really could end up being like the lead running back. And what will I expect to still be a rotation? Because but um, you know, how does that shake out now when you've got Logan Diggs? You've got Josh Williams. He's 100% healthy now, and you know after missing all of spring practice, um, it looks like John Emery. Remember, Brian Kelly said at, at media days is is was quote in the process of being cleared, and Brian Kelly thinks he would be the team at the start of, of camp. And so obviously that's a big thing to see if, if Emery is out there, um, and if he is, that's just a, another guy. Like the only person who probably won't be full go right at the start of camp is Armani Goodwin. Um, right. But he, you know everybody else should be out there. And just want to see how that sort of shakes out over the course of the camp. Who emerges as the guys who they're really going to be relying on? Omar Spates was mentioned today as a guy that Brian Kelly thinks that a lot of people are going to get to know really quickly. Did you pick up on him saying that? Like he was like, if I'm not now, it was hard to hear, and I got to admit, but it sounded like the guy said or the lady said, who is a player that we're going to recognize the most, or maybe out of the portal. Maybe you can clarify that question. But he was quick in answering Omar Omar Spates. Or that was a little like eye opening because I had not heard him say and talk about him much. So the question to answer that part of it was a little bit rambling, asking mainly about who are going to be your impact guys. It was gotcha. touched on transfers and also like asking about like transfers who are coming in, but also just impact guys in general who are new and like potential breakouts. So it was kind of all over the place in terms of a, a question necessarily. But Brian Kelly, you know, he mentioned Ovi Gofu um, in that answer. Right. Uh, who Brian Kelly has talked about a lot uh, at this point, really ever since the start of spring ball is a guy who, yeah, at he this point, him. you can pencil in to be your starting edge rusher, I think, against Florida State. Mm-hmm. Um, at least at the start of camp. We'll say at the start of camp. There's a month to go. But he's got the lead on that position. But Omar, yeah, I mean, 
he's definitely talked about Omar a good bit as being a guy who they are going to absolutely rely on because um, think back to before he signed, you had Greg Penn, but even before Omar signed, you didn't know that Harold Perkins was moving inside. And so right. inside linebacker was such a question mark. Adding Omar might be the most important transfer who they signed this year because of what they needed at inside linebacker, a guy who is you know, rangy. Um, he's got a ton of experience. He was first team all pack 12 last year at Oregon state. Um, he can line up and got over guys in the slot and cover that way. He can be he's bit more a lot bigger than maybe he looks like on film um, at Oregon State. And so, yeah, Omar is a guy who they've been talking up a lot. I mean, they just they really, really like him, both of what he does on the field and just, uh, you know, off the field locker room. He's not really loud. Um, I remember talking to Makai Wingo about this because Makai Wingo mentioned him at media days when we were having a conversation you know, off to the side and um, that Omar was a guy who's like, he's not going to yell and scream at everybody, but he leads by example and he provides a great example for them to follow. Last one. <laughs> you do not have to respond. Did you believe that we would have somebody testifying in front of Congress and saying that they have found aliens before the NCAA would have gotten a resolution on NIL? What did you, did you think that NIL would be resolved first or that we would have aliens? Wow. I did not anticipate where that question was going. <laughs> I was so confused. Um, did you wow. see, did you see that today? Did you see the thing? I, in I briefly saw it. Okay. I br briefly saw that. Um, what would I have anticipated first? Uh, I guess I would have anticipated NIL first. As slow <laughs> as the as slow as Congress moves, especially on NIL, I still would have thought that would be first. Oh my gosh! Question. Well, <laughs> I just think it's so crazy at this point. I mean, look, Wilson. I feel like we are in this every day, and NIL is such a massive thing that continues to be talked about, right? And I'm just so I get on Twitter. I have a lunch meeting. I get out of Twitter. I see Alien and Tommy Tuberville. And I'm like, what? you know what I mean? Like, I, I, okay. Those two actually go together really well. <laughs> are, are, we, are we are we saying Tommy Tuberville might be an alien? I mean, what are we saying here? Um, I'll let you interpret that as you may. As a Georgia fan, you weren't a t you're not a big Tubbs fan, right? Oh no no! I just I, I just you know Tommy Tuberville. I like my most recent thought about Tommy Tuberville is very hypocritical to uh, so, the guy who left Texas Tech the way right. he did to then put it in, in this thing that athletes have to stay three years before they can transfer that penalty. It was very hypocritical, and so that, that was kind of just at the top of my mind. Don't and hate in you know in their proposed NIL legislation that uh, okay. this week, that was one of the things, and it was like that. Shouldn't be coming from Tommy Tuberville. You left like two weeks before the bowl game with three years right. contract. Well, I am sorry. It was such a weird question, but today to me has been so weird that we have aliens and Tommy Tuberville both in the same sentence. Uh, but yeah, I, I lied. Speaking of that, in like regulation, are you surprised with this Jim Harbaugh thing? By the way, and the hamburger and all that kind of stuff. Oh gosh, you're catching me out of my wheelhouse. Okay, I, okay. I saw the just the bare bones that he would be potentially facing four games. Well, apparently he gave. A, I, I'm not sure. Bought a couple of recruits some hamburgers, and it's again, it's a level one violation. So I'm like, well, at least this time, instead of Jeremy Pruitt with the ham, you know, money in bags, at least this time we have hamburgers, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to. I mean, gosh, you know, coaches out there who are considering giving. Thanks, players. Like, let's like up our game a little bit, you know? Right. Like, instead of fast food or hamburgers, let's try to get more creative, maybe. maybe like, try to fit a whole Tesla in there, you know? Like, I'm sure Elon's got some shrinking mechanisms, you know? Like, let, let's do something special. All maybe right. sushi this time. I don't know. Do something. All right. I know that this kind of got weird at the end, but I just had to ask. I mean, I don't know. Wilson, we'll see you next week at practice. It's going to be a good one. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Blake. All right, that's Wilson Alexander from The Advocate. I probably should have told y'all where y'all could follow him. Pooh Bear spares no... Uh... <laughs> this man... 
came out and said Tommy Tuberville can barely spell, and then said Elon's shrinkage isn't new. <laughs> oh God, it's so freaking football season. <laughs> it's not his fault he can't read. <laughs> Oh, God. All right, we got to get out of here. Colorado might be going to the Big 12. That's all that you need to know. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I just can't believe. Like, let me just, let's end it here by saying this. I cannot believe that we had somebody testify in front of Congress and say that we have extraterrestrials living among us before we could figure out NIL. If you haven't seen it, maybe you should. But that 1,000% happened today. All right. See you tomorrow. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.